1071. Well, look at this. Gas prices go up 14, 15 cents this week. This week. Gas prices are up 15 cents. And Sean goes home. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm no not, fool. I'm not driving in. <laughs> no way, man. I'm not making that 30-mile drive every day. <laughs> uh-uh, I'm not doing it, not doing it, not doing it. How you feeling, man? You feeling okay? I'm- I'm all right. I got the crud, so I'm at home working at home Thank in my you. jammies, Thank in you. my yoga pants. Thank oh, you're you. welcome. I don't want. I don't want to like infect anyone. No. So uh, I'm here infecting my cats, and uh, you know they're on their own. But uh, beyond that, um, I'm, everything's cool. Well, <laughs> and I hope you. I hope you see the doctor soon. Get a shot in your butt to fix you right up. Of course, that's Perhaps. what you love anyway. Or shot anyway. <laughs> I think I've had enough of those. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> none of that anymore. No, I'm cool without the shots. Right. Uh, so what's we, going on, man? Well, what's we going got on? we got a lot of places we could head. Uh, first of all, I you know I started the show this morning because one of the big uh, stories is the San Antonio Spurs uh, getting this right to play home games away, and they're increasing the number of home games away, which that doesn't even make any sense. You know, they're going to play some home games in Austin. They're going to play some home games in Mexico City. And, I, you know, I started out with, with a couple of things. First of all, a couple of observations. One being the primary observation, not many of our listeners really care about the Spurs. They're not sports fans anyway. But secondly, they don't care about the Spurs anymore because they're stupid head coach. But the other thing here is part of it as well, well is well, we, right. are, we, we are a city in decline. And the Spurs, being a billion-dollar, a couple of billion-dollar franchise, they see that, they know that, and they've got to hedge their bets and protect their interests. But for those who are saying that they're not dipping their toes in the water outside of San Antonio, let me tell you something. If your spouse starts sleeping in the guest room, you're probably headed for a breakup. And the Spurs you're probably like, having some issues yeah. if the old lady's sleeping down the hall. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. So, you know, I look. Don't the here's my deep political or, or sports analysis of the situation. Okay, the Spurs suck. Okay, let's just face it; they just suck all the way around. Okay, so yeah, I'm sure they're looking. They're reading the tea leaves, right? Because despite all Pop's rhetoric, all right, they're they're they exist to make money, and so they're looking at San Antonio, going, "Well, this might be a bad place to be." Uh, Pop doesn't like it anyway. <laughs> Not that he's going to be around any longer, but you know that that ethic is there. That liberal crap is there uh so you know uh if, if they go good riddance I, I i i loved them for a, a few years i really got into it and now who cares uh, let them go i mean they they suck well <laughs> what they got to do is they got to find a way they they have some big salaries they have to cover yeah and they got to find a way to cover those big salaries and by staying in a and and, and let me address the city in decline comment because uh mark uh, uh sent me an email a few minutes ago and said hey i i disagree with that well, you can disagree all you want, but the facts are, are the facts are. And, and San Antonio is another blue city that has been taken over by socialist Democrat policies, and they have done what socialist Democrats have done all across America, and that is ruin a once great city that had a lot of good things going for it to attract people here and business here. And I'll tell you what the Spurs are looking at, Sean. They're looking at Prop A, and they're saying, if Prop A passes, business is going to go to hell in this city. And as a sports franchise, you can't make it without a strong business community around you you just can't well no absolutely not so you know it's 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 business uh, this isn't personal it's strictly business right right so it doesn't shock me you know but again i i, I think a lot of folks kind of 
divested from from the Spurs a few years ago. You know, I, in other words, I don't think the city would be heartbroken. Nope. But it it, it is uh, it is uh, telling of of where we are as a city. Correct. This is the city that Nuremberg wanted to make into a world class city. Yep. Uh, a few years ago. And it, he has accomplished that in the sense that we're crummy like every other <laughs> city on, on planet Earth in the third world or what have you. You know, this city is on a bad track, man, and it's there before Prop A. So, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, it, look look at it this way. I live in one of the uh, fairly safe neighborhoods, right? I've told you this story. We, we researched the hell out of this place, found a really nice neighborhood on the northwest side. It ain't a gated community. It's working class. It's, it's not highfalutin, but it's a pretty, pretty solid, safe neighborhood for families. Six-month-old kid took shrapnel two, yep. months from, uh, two, right. two blocks from here uh, over the weekend after a gunfight. Okay? Mm. It's spreading to every neighborhood in this town. And well, I'm not saying that as an elitist, like, oh, I can't no. believe what's going on in my neighborhood. It's, it's, no, it's, it's observably true that crime is getting worse in San Antonio, and it's cropping up in places where it really wasn't that strong before. We all know you the can't st- deny it. That's right. We all know the story of the canary in the coal mine, and that's exactly what the San Antonio Spurs are right now for San Antonio. And if anybody doesn't believe that, all you got to do is just look around. The Spurs... They have smart leadership in place, uh, pop notwithstanding. But they have, you know, they have leadership at the upper levels that are smart Excluding business people. Him, right. right, right, right. And 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 they understand that if you're going to have the type of income that it takes to be a front playing franchise, San Antonio is not going to, for the, the track that San Antonio is on right now, San Antonio will not provide that kind of income, because as we have seen in Portland, and I had a great interview one hour ago with a guy from Portland who's a Democrat, who says, do not do Prop A. He's a Democrat, and he says they destroyed Portland. Or any of these other major cities around the country where blue Democrats have ruined the city, businesses, smart businesses get out, and the smartest ones get out before it goes to hell in a handbasket, like the Spurs. Well, yeah, yeah, and and you look at the Spurs cutting ties and, and, and looking for a, a better city for them to live in. This is before Prop A, as I said a few minutes ago. What major investors and major corporations that now live here in San Antonio are going to be taken off if Prop A does pass? If the Spurs are taken off prior... It's going to be an avalanche after it passes, if it passes. So you know, it, it's it's yeah. You got to read read the uh, tea leaves and and, uh, and be observant of what's going on. But it certainly isn't. We're, we're certainly not on the path to where we're going to have new investors rolling into this town. Why would they? Well, and, and they're not. <laughs> Why going would to, they? No, and they're not going to uh, right now. They, you know, they're 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 going to be on hold uh, while they wait out to see what happens with Prop A, because they're not going to they're not going to come in here. So that under a Prop A condition, their stores, like the video I showed you yesterday off mic of, of uh, Walmart being destroyed, absolutely 1 yeah. million percent destroyed, they're not going to move into San Antonio knowing that this might be what's happening here. Now, the Spurs haven't left yet. I don't want anybody to run out there saying the Spurs are leaving, but they are sleeping in the other bedrooms right now. trying to <laughs> they're, try, they're trying to find a bed that's comfy and cozy. That's what they're trying to do. They're meeting their bestie at I mean, Starbucks. Let, let you me, know, let me Put it this way. Let me put it this way. If they were one million percent happy and committed to San Antonio, they wouldn't be doing this. Well, no. Well, absolutely. You know, I mean, that's you know, that's obvious. And and so, 
you know, uh, I think we'll see more of this. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I'm watching video right now of, uh, and this is what's coming here, this guy walking up behind a female cop in New York and just mm-hmm. slamming her upside the head mm-hmm. for no reason with, like, what looks like a pipe. Yep. So, you know, you look at the, the, the societal breakdown. Tucker called it called it anarchy last night, and that's absolutely what it is. Mm-hmm. If, if you walk up to a female cop and smack her upside the head with a lead pipe, you're not living in a civilized city, right. and and that's what's on the horizon for us. Well, and here's the deal. I said this this morning. That is coming here. There's no question that that will be in San Antonio, prop A or not, because this city's leadership is taking us in that direction. And as long as San Antonians continue to vote for this blue, these socialized Democrats that run downtown San Antonio, then you're going to continue to have San Antonio on that path. And when you look at that incident, that dude walked up behind her with that bottle. It was a glass bottle that he broke in her hand. Yeah. Head, almost uh, killed her. She's in she's in stable condition right now. But what I said this morning, Sean, was that was just as if Alvin Bragg had done that, as if it, that bottle was in his hand because he had let that guy go eleven uh, times. Eleven, I didn't know that. yes, sir. <laughs> oh my god! Eleven times this guy had been run through the mill and had been <laughs> had been released by Alvin Bragg. So Alvin Bragg is is serious about releasing guys like that while he's serious about arresting Donald Trump. So, oh, it's it's nonsense. It's a farce, man. It really, it's a sick farce, is what it is. Because people's lives are being either destroyed or altered forever because of this stuff. And yeah, it's 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 descending on San Antonio. And I saw I saw on, on Facebook uh, last night, you know, one of these uh, ads or somebody posted uh, this little audio visual thing on why Prop Eight is great. You know, it'll alleviate injustices in prison and in the uh, so in the criminal justice system. You know, because people of color are just so oppressed and unjust, unjustly charged. And takes there's not a stitch, there's not a single word there about uh, an uptick in violence or or the need for police. It's it, it it the people who glom onto this and think it's great are fools. They really are. They have no freaking clue why they even think this is good. Well, and the other thing they do not have is they don't have any evidence of this being a, a winner in Portland no. or in Seattle or anywhere Where? else. Where? Where? Right. Where's it work? That's right. Quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up. As America's exterior remodel remodeler, that is, Wendell World specializes in the sales and installation of full range of replacement and new construction window products for all regions of the United States, and that means right here, wherever you're listening to KTSA. From the Energy Star, most efficient windows, setting the proficiency standards from the coldest winter nights to the hottest summer days, to high-performance coastal impact products for Texas windborne debris and hurricane regions, Window World has you covered with the highest quality, cutting-edge products and product technology. How do I know? Because I'm a customer. Uh, For a couple of years now, we've had our Window World windows in, and we love them so much that now we've been talking to our neighbors about them. Our neighbors are buying them as well. And the neighborhood's going to look beautiful, going to have a bunch of great-looking windows and energy-efficient windows in our neighborhood as well. I hope you'll get in touch with them today and ask about their siding products as well. WindowWorldTX.com. Mostly cloudy today and tomorrow with highs both days around 81. Right now it's 69 at KTSA. Good morning. We are working a few trouble. 721 KTSA with Ware and Rima. You know, uh, when my old man was a wheeler dealer in corporate America, his, his colleagues would say of him that he could sell you the sleeves out of his vest. In other words, he could sell you nothing and make a lot of money. I, I was following, you know, I'm reminded of this, watching Donald Trump once again made, let's see, $4.5 million 
in about 24 hours selling trading cards of himself, right? Mm-hmm. Hoisting the Liberty Bell, you know, dressed like a like uh, George Washington, and 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 he people bought them up. They're limited edition. Uh, some of these uh, trading cards, there's only one of them, and if you get one of them, they cost like a hundred bucks a pop, and they're they're digital. They they're not physical trading cards. They're digital cards. You Correct. can only look at them on your phone or on your computer. And he's selling. They're sell, This is like the the second series of these things he's done, and they are beautiful. I don't know if you've seen the, the oh, yeah. designs, but mm-hmm. they're they're gorgeous. They're so over the top. They're hilarious. Mm-hmm. Again. The the new one is him hoisting the Liberty Bell with his forearms, you know, like David Carradine in Kung Fu, lifting that uh, pot of boiling uh, oil. It, it, it's brilliant, and they're digital, dude. They're, they don't they don't exist. Mm-hmm. But you know what? That's how much people still love the Donald. And uh, you know, I I, I like DeSantis. Uh, we I know we were talking about this yesterday. Yeah. First off, I like your thoughts on the digital trading card thing. I think that's kind of funny. Uh, and secondly, you know, I, whether it's Trump or it's Ron DeSantis, we're we're in a pretty good lane here as far as this election. But <laughs> you know, really, I mean, you can't. There's who we, you know, the, the two top guys are would both be fine, right? But when you see the digital trading card thing, it's like, my God, people still just love Trump. He's a rock star. Well. He he told uh, Breitbart in an exclusive interview. He said, uh, "Look, here's the deal. If you here's an example why people love him. If you elect me president, I'm going to uh, get rid of this whole nonsense that Joe Biden is trying to do by putting illegal aliens on Obamacare. That's going to go away, and it will go away immediately once I'm president. Those are the kind of things that people love about Donald Trump because number one, they know he'll do it. He's not just yeah. talking. Oh yeah, they know he'll actually follow through, and no more illegal aliens will go on the backs of of uh, Obamacare, and that means." you and me the the taxpayers and he says i'm going to send them right back out of this country so i mean that th- those are the reasons why the, the trading card thing that's one of those phenoms that comes along every once in a while and people just jump on it and they go crazy about it i i saw the one where he's playing the guitar and yes like a rock star he's got like a yeah. guitar yeah. stage you know you know only donald trump what <laughs> other president ex-president or politician in general could have trading cards oh no 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 what you don't understand joe biden can <laughs> D- the joe biden trading cards are scratch and sniff <laughs> do i get a point that, jimmy you jimmy should. that was good that was Thank a good you. line he, he gave needs me, a snare drum on that he one he did he yeah. gave me a point for that uh, <laughs> scratch and sniff <laughs> That's just dirty and wrong. But, you're, but you know, the, the, I just think it's the, the Trump thing. I mean, the, the images are hilarious. They are great. Uh, yeah. And you know, like, there's there's one. Of, yeah, like there's one of them with a with an electric guitar. Isn't there one of with him like in a sword fight? What's yeah? Like what's that? he wearing? Can you see him now? What is he wearing with no, the electric I'm, guitar? Okay, all right. I'll have to look it back. It's up. like a, it's like a, it looks like a 1970s arena rock kind of a costume. Yeah, I, I, but it's somebody <laughs> in particular. It's it's one. It's a particular guitarist. So I'm not sure if it's Eddie Van Halen or who but he's 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 dressed as a particular guitarist I, 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 it's out of my mind now In, anyway some something else about joe biden and his scratch and sniff uh, everything in his life is scratch and sniff right. so um Eesh. 
he is now ramping up the hiring of those IRS agents. Remember, they were supposed oh, to be 87,000 of them. Now yeah. he's up to, to 170,000 IRS new IRS agents are going to be hired. Now, they have bought all the bullets for the last, oh, I don't know, uh, seven or eight years. The IRS has been buying the bullets up. I know because it's really hard to buy 9 millimeter everywhere because the IRS has been buying all the 9 millimeter that you can possibly get. So, well, they, they, Yeah, since Obama, they've yeah. been buying up ammo. Right. right. So you think about armed agents under the direction of a president. Why would that be? And I just want to offer a little, a little thought. Since we're headed toward China, China has a thing called credit score. And with a credit score, or your, your social credit score, your social score, they decide, the state decides what you do, when you do it, how you do it, and where you do it. And they have, the centralized government, CCP, has armed agents on the street who monitor every aspect of your life. And this is why it's important with the IRS, because the IRS... They have complete and unfettered access to every part of your life because they can see everything that you spend money on as long as it's on a credit card or the new digital currency. So my belief is he's ramping this up, and they've got all the weapons, and they've got all the bullets, and they're doing the ESG score already, which is just like the China social score, so that when they put the social score in place in America – they have a national police force from the IRS, well-armed and well-equipped, to enforce it. That's what I think. Well, yeah, because I, I suspect what they'll end up doing, I mean, if, if you follow their evil plan to its conclusion, right, they, they're going to start uh, taking money out of your account directly, uh, depending on what that score will be. You know, if you fall below the mark, maybe they'll just, you know, take 200 bucks out of your account or whatever. They, it, it's not beyond imagination. They've already used the IRS several times against the American people, once uh, against conservative Tea Party groups uh, and, uh, and their tax-exempt status under Obama, and then uh, uh, also with Obamacare. I mean, that's how they enforced Obamacare, at least at the beginning, was through the IRS. Uh, so, you know, why are they buying up all these agents? Why are they buying up all these these bullets? I guess they think people are going to be upset about something. <laughs> that's right. You know, what would that be? <laughs> well, you know, what would the the thing that would be upsetting be? Could it be that you're, yeah, you're going to exist based upon some kind of woke score? Well, (laughs) and here's the thing. They don't need 170,000 new agents who are armed to go and audit your grandma. That's just not what what they're being brought in for. They don't even need 170,000 to audit the rich, which is what he says we're going to do is go after the rich. No, the rich have tax attorneys as well who sit down and they meet with tax attorneys at the IRS in a very civilized manner wearing gray suits in a conference room. So these guys are going to be there to enforce some sort of law law on top of our heads and i'm just guessing it's your social score i'm thinking that's what it's going to be well yeah i mean that's a great in you know? yeah. <laughs> that's a great trojan horse because uh, uh, half the uh, morons in this country will think it's great right well now we could get these evil hateful republicans to start saving the earth and stuff you know and, and it'll for them it'll feel great at the beginning until their account starts going down because their score sucks so you know it, it's it's scary stuff, but I I think we all kind of can can line up the dots and mm. see where all this stuff leads. That's right, and it's pure fascism. 
Yep, and 2024 is coming. Uh, let me tell you about my friends over at Amogee Bank. Amogee is here to take care of you and your family, and I believe in Amogee. I know they're strong. I know they're solid, and I have faith, trust, and confidence. I have money at Amogee Bank, and that's the, the people I turn to to take care of us. Um, and they do so in so many different ways. Number one, if for your personal family business, and they truly are your family bank, you can't do any better than Amogee Bank. I don't care where you go or who you try. These folks are going to pay real close attention to your family's finances and do what's right for your family. Second of all, if you have a family-run business like Nancy and I do, well, let me tell you, uh, they, they've got the business advice, the business acumen for family businesses here in Texas. They know how to how to help you answer all of your questions when it comes to putting together your family-run business. And then, of course, with more than $12 billion in assets, they have the funding available to be able to take care of what you're trying to get accomplished with your family-run business. Trust them well. Over at Amogee NA, member FDIC, equal housing lender. The healthiest patients in... Do it again. You know... I am so ashamed of myself. Why is this? Why are you ashamed? Yeah, you're talking about the NFT trading cards. Those are the fake. They're in the ether. They don't exist in your hand. The Trump trading cards. Yes. yes, and I was trying to come up with who he was dressed as. I couldn't remember, so then I called it up. It's Elvis. It's Elvis wearing the leather from the 68 oh. NBC <laughs> Combat Special. Oh, that's what you were in there screaming. Yes, about. I was trying to tell you. It's El- I, should- I heard what you screaming. It's Elvis in the leather. <laughs> I'm looking around. I thought somebody was in here. Right. I feel like such a dunce head. It's Elvis. He's He's got his hips. He's shaking his hips. He's all laid back. I may have to buy that one. Oh, God. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Oh, these trading cards aren't real. Does it come with a stick of gum? That's what I want to know. A digital stick of gum, A yeah. digital stick of gum so I can chew my cud. Chew your cud. Yes, exactly. <laughs> So listen, I, I do want to talk a little bit about Elon again last night on Tucker. And oh, the yeah. first oh, thing I want to yeah. say about this is yeah. that Elon and Tucker go well together. And the, I want yeah. more. I want more of this. And it's now they, they put the the whole thing, the whole schmutabooty, they put it all on, uh, on Fox Nation. If you want to go in there and check it out, un, unedited, blah, blah, blah. But it takes a smart person to interview a smart person. It takes somebody of equal intelligence level and i think tucker is is right there with elon he may not be elon but he's right there with him and he knows how to interview really smart people joe rogan did the same thing now they did end up smoking a doobie but they they oh, right. he, you know it was a great interview because rogan is a smart son of a gun too you know well, yeah, and the smartest way to interview somebody like that is just let them talk That's as it. much as possible. That's it. You just stay out of it. Just ask a very basic question and just let him go. What do I know? say to you all the time? I just open the door and let people right. run through that door, right? And that's exactly what Tucker did. And the comments, once again, about AI were absolutely on top of it. He said that things are getting weird real fast. And concerning AI, he talked about how they're teaching AI to lie. The Democrats are to be used in their campaigns. So I did a little thing here and checked into that a little bit further. Let me tell you what I found. If you ask, uh, as an example, Al Gore Sr., okay, not the vice president, but his daddy who was in Congress for a long time. If you yeah. ask AI about Al Gore Sr., they have completely cha- AI has completely changed the story about him. He, he was, was a racist. He was horrible. He was. He was a dyed-in-the-wool, hate black people. He didn't like black people at all, and yeah. he didn't want them to have civil rights. He didn't want them to vote. He didn't want them drinking from the same water fountain as white folk. He didn't, and, and that, was, that was Al Gore Sr., 
Well, AI has completely flipped the story upside down, and they've got him as a big supporter of civil rights and of blacks. Yes, yes. And this is the problem. So just a couple minutes ago, I don't know if you saw it or not, but they had a panel of those four boxes up on on Fox News, and it was experts from different walks of life talking about AI. And I I swear two of them were AI. But see, the point is is you wouldn't know. You don't (coughs) know. If they well, are you, not, you, and you won't, you know, and 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 that's the sad part about it because you're you're in preparation, if you will, for this. They're they're uh, not teaching the kids history or even teaching a, a curiosity about history, and so with each successive generation, you can rewrite the history however you want, and the AI will do it. So at some point, Al Gore's dad, being some great uh, you know champion of the civil rights movement, which he was the exact opposite will become truth because everything that AI touches, that will be the history of it. They can rewrite the whole thing. And, uh, you know, we we talk a lot right now about uh, the emergence of AI, and certainly it's going to impact every single one of our lives. But to me, it's just all bad because at some point you're not going to be able to uh, be able to tell what's real and what's not. Correct. We're, We're already so inured to the idea of just looking stuff up on these phones uh, and accepting that whatever the phone says is truth, well, what if the phone is rewriting the truth on a on a moment by moment basis, which is which is ultimately what Orwell predicted. Mm. Well, <laughs> you know, I mean, everything is coming true with a vengeance with AI. I came uh, came across a video this morning that was generated by AI, and the video was, and I don't I don't remember the movie. I, I guess it was Poltergeist with the little blonde girl in Poltergeist. Oh yeah, is yeah, that, yeah. Is that the one? Yeah. And yeah, at some one. point in that movie, there's like a priest or somebody in that type of hat and that kind of garb who reaches over and is talking to her and saying come come go with me and she's shaking her head and uh, i want you to come with me and all that and she just keeps shaking her head no 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 because he's obviously somebody who is nefarious and uh has has ill will uh, intent for her the face once they got to showing the face it was joe biden joe biden joe biden (laughs) and sean i'm here to tell you you could not tell that it was fake you couldn't right. tell that it was fake. You, it was it was Joe Biden in that hat and in that in that clothes clothing, trying to get that little girl to go with him. Come with me. If you can do that now, yep. Okay. Imagine what you can do with fifty-year-old uh, film. What you can do with any visual record that we have from history, from the history of this country or around the world. You can change all of it seamlessly. To fit whatever history you need to exist, you know, it, it, you you can fake the news. I mean, you want to talk about fake news? Uh, imagine living in a world which we're very close to, where when you're just watching the news, you don't know what's real and what's not. They could say a nuclear bomb just went off uh, in uh, in Chicago or in New York or what have you, or or a bomb went off or, or whatever. You could completely contrive the entire thing. And make people believe that we're at war, even though maybe we're not. I use I mean, that, that again. Is is Orwell uh, right there? I use that exact example last week when I said they could create Joe Biden going on television and saying, "I've just launched a nuclear strike yeah. against Moscow." Moscow would see that and actually believe that it's 
Joe sure. Biden because you can't tell the difference. Uh, Elon also said last night that most humans cannot write as well as Chat B- uh, G- GPT. Uh, they brought they up poetry, and and they both agreed it's writing some unbelievably good poetry. And uh, they showed some of the paintings that it's doing, and they're like, "This is fantastic art." Elon and and Tucker both. And and he said, I saw that, yeah. did you see that? And he said, no yeah. human can write that well that fast, to the best of my knowledge. Maybe Shakespeare can, can, but but no human alive can do this. What what AI is doing? Well, you know, and and I I hate that. Obviously, I don't think it's real art. I don't think it's real poetry. If it's written by a toaster oven, it's it's not real. It's not sure. It looks great. And and maybe even the mechanics of it are freaking off the charts and wonderful, but it's still not real. It's again, it's still being written by a toaster oven, and I don't want to live in a world where you can't tell the difference between uh, what a human being paints on a canvas and what a machine does, because once we slide into that realm where it's just all the machines all the time, we're done. <laughs> I'm a speciesist or speciesist or whatever you call it that they accused him of being. You know, you take the human element out, and we're, we're, we stop being human. It's all over. So I, you know, I got a real dim view of this stuff, and I, I and I, I know people are looking at the, 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 the. I've seen some of the paintings already, and you know, some of the design work that the that the AI does. Uh, the the problem is conversant or or contingent with with AI taking over all that stuff. Human beings are are getting worse at it. People aren't picking up instruments as much as they used to. Right, people can't write uh, in in words and express themselves properly. Very few people right now, as far as I can tell, are able to communicate properly in a written sentence. So as we get lazier and dumber, the machines get faster and smarter. I, I just feel like that's a really, really bad place to be. Well, let me uh, let me let me toss a couple of more things in here, and then we'll have to take the break for the days. But uh, um, he he was asked last night about what you know what is the cutoff? How do we cut this off? And and that the you know there's some that have been saying we need to just blow it up, blow up the central systems. You know, have, have <laughs> some sort like of physically yeah, blow. <laughs> yes, have have a weapon because they're they're going to wow. have all these servers in one location. You just blow them up. He said. It's something I've been saying, just unplug it. You know, if it gets down to it, it has to have electricity, and so you just unplug it. But let me let me toss something else. You know, we're talking about art, and we're talking about music and, um, and, and poetry and all that kind of stuff that AI is doing now. And we had the conversation a couple of days ago about how it would just it's the the music that it's going to create is like nothing we've ever heard before. The instruments are like nothing we've ever. Heard. It's all coming. And I was talking to somebody in our business yesterday, whom uh, everybody here would probably know if I said the name. And uh, this person is responsible for programming a lot of radio stations across America, and has his hands in a lot of decisions that are being made in radio. And he said. This AI stuff is going to absolutely revolutionize our business, particularly music radio, because the disc jockeys that exist now will not exist in the future because it's going to be done by AI, and it's going to be better than humans can do it. And the way that it's, it's working out now with the, with the companies that are exploring it, uh, they actually have these computers, this AI, doing their, their music and uh, on the stations, and, and talking about what's going on in the community and talking about what's going on in the news and all these things, and you don't know that it's that it's AI doing it when you listen to it. And he said this is going to change the way our industry works, and ours is just one of tens of thousands of industries that are going to be changed by this stuff. Good or bad, well, whatever. I think, it, I think it's bad. <laughs> I'm going on the record right now saying it's all bad. 
it's sad and bad. And, uh, yeah, I imagine before we leave this earth that you and I will be living in a world where you really won't know the difference. And, uh, you know, I, I don't see any good from that. I just don't. I think it's a bad road, but we're you know the genie's out of the bottle, so I don't know. Here you, it is, a guy, guy how, just how you sent, roll that back. Um, uh, Elaine just sent me this. A guy uh, that listens to us over in Germany. He's in the military. He just sent me this. It's Joe Biden and Poltergeist two, and uh, it's a deep fake. And you look at this, and you can't you can't tell that's not Joe Biden right. in that movie. All right, quick break. Uh, we'll come back with the days in a second. Uh, Lifestyles Unlimited with financialfreedomlivestream.com. Financialfreedomlivestream.com is here for you and here to teach you how to retire in five years or less. If that's something that you're interested in doing, the great experts, the mentors in real estate over at Lifestyles Unlimited can show you the way. They can show you how to begin investing in single family and multifamily properties, how to compound those wins for yourself on top of it, to put together your financing that you're going to have to have and and move forward with your real estate business. And they'll show you how to do this in a couple of sessions by sitting down with them and watching your computer, your TV, or going in person, listening to David Fisher or one of their great mentors talk with you, and then they stay they stay with you, you know, day by day. They're there to help you invest in real estate, make those decisions that are right for you, and move your business ahead. Here's what I want you to do, and there's no obligation. Just check into financialfreedomlivestream.com. Use my name as your promo code because I got lots of great discounts for you if you do. Financialfreedomlivestream.com, where W-A-R-E. Upgrade your home comfort with a carrier air 53 what day is it uh what is it it's the 19th of april of april and uh we've got some exciting holidays today uh trey just so exciting i i've been waiting to get to these for the entire hour they're such wonderful amazing and peculiar holidays okay (laughs) it's garlic day you know, I actually love garlic. Uh, I, I don't know how you are, but I, yeah. I dump gar- I put, I'll put garlic on ice cream. I love garlic. Oh, uh, yeah, garlic. baby. I have a niece that, that gives us every year a uh, salt, uh, salt-garlic mixture that she makes for steaks. Oh, it's Rock so on. good. Yeah. Oh, you got to have garlic on yeah, steak, man. man. Mm. But you can smell me coming a mile away, baby. Well, it's good anyway, for your um, arteries, though. keeps your cholesterol yes. down. It did. It, it, uh, and it keeps uh, the neighbors away as well. <laughs> um Hey, it's banana day. That's another good one. So love on a banana. A good just potassium. Just wrap your arms around a banana and give it a big squeeze. Yeah, it is a uh, it is a source of potassium. Mm-hmm. In fact, I when I during my medical adventures, uh, I was uh, told to eat a lot of bananas. Yeah, they're quite appealing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't slip and fall. I've never seen a straight banana. Nope. Uh, let's see. It's also uh, National Hanging Out Day. So let her all hang out. I do that all the time on the weekends around the pool. I'm doing it right now. Mm. Um, it's, <laughs> Got that in my mind. Fi- <laughs> Finally, it's National Poker Day. Do you? I, you know, we never talk about. Do, do nope. you like playing poker? Nope. Really? I'm not a gambler. Not my thing. I, I'm not. I'm not a gambler either, but I, I do enjoy playing poker with like a bunch of friends. That's I, my. I had a crazy uh, great aunt uh, who lived in Vegas. And she taught my cousins and I, when we were little kids, how to play poker uh, and, and five card and, and uh, uh, blackjack and all that stuff. So I, I, I don't, I'm like you. I don't go to casinos or anything like that. But uh, I, I like playing cards. I like playing poker. It's fun. <laughs> I work way too hard for my money. 
<laughs> to, to just give it over to casino, you know what I mean? <laughs> Take that chance. Now, some, some of the guys that I know, uh, I've got a brother-in-law that does quite well, and he gets lots of offers from Vegas. We'll bring you out here and give you the whole, you know, we'll give you the whole run of the joint if you just gamble some more with us. Right. So. You know, some people do quite well. Some people, for some, you know, you look at a guy like, uh, remember Gabe Kaplan who played sure. uh, Cotter? Sure. That's He's a professional card player now. He has been Is for, he really? for a few decades. Yeah, that's wow. what he does. Wow. He, he retired from acting, and I think he did some producing and stuff, and he became a professional card player, and that's how he earns his money. Hey, you know. And he's apparently very good. Since you mentioned uh, actor, uh, do you know who Billy Gardell is? Billy Gardell no. was the actor, or is the actor, who played in Mike and Molly. If you remember that show, that was the two really large people that were living, you know, married and living together and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. I don't remember that. Yeah, it was a sitcom from a few years ago, Mike and Molly. He's 53 years old. He has now lost 150 pounds. Whoa. Yeah. That's no little thing. No. <laughs> he is currently, he was up around 400. He, uh, Damn. He's currently between 205 and 210. He got gastric bypass surgery two years ago. Things are going great. So great that he had type 2 diabetes. It's gone. There's wow. no more diabetes for him. And he said, the only thing I got left, these cigarettes, and I'm going to get rid of them, too. I'm working on getting rid of the cigarettes. So good well, on good him. Good on him, yeah. man. That's hard to, that's hard, all that stuff's hard to do when you're in your 50s. It yeah. really is. He looked at himself in a mirror one day, and he said, I'm not done. I know, I'm going to change. And but he, you know, you he know what, but, what, but what's sick is you, you have this culture right now where, well, if you, wear, if you weigh 500 pounds, nobody should fat shame you. It's beautiful. Right. That's how much you – it's really, really, really unhealthy. To have that much weight on you. Well, it's horrible. It's, you know, you really, if you really want to keep, like, living and stuff, you yeah. know, uh, the weight thing is not attractive. It's 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 very unhealthy for you. So good on him, man. Yeah, good good for him to do that. All right, back in a minute. More Warren Rima coming up. KTSA. How long Texas summer season? You, Mr. Rima. Yes. But uh, all throughout my life, up until I got to be, as Don Morgan says, damn near safety. Um, I was athletic and played a lot of different sports. And you know, that's really shocking to I me. Know. I didn't know that about you. I know. <laughs> um, and, and, um, and, and everything from swimming to track to football, which was my love, a couple of years of baseball, several years of basketball, blah, 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 car racing and everything else. So I've seen all kinds of athletic stuff that goes on in good sportsmanship and poor sportsmanship. But uh, very rarely, if ever, have ever seen anything like this wrestler who sucker punched oh. his opponent after he lost a match. Um, if you haven't seen the video, folks, this is disturbing as hell. Uh, two uh, high schoolers uh, wrestle, and the loser, they get up and they go to the center ring, which is where they're declared to win, and raise the fist in the air and all that kind of stuff. And as they begin to shake hands, the loser sucker punches the winner right in the uh. mouth, breaks his nose, knocks him almost out. And uh, this is unacceptable, number one. Number two, it is a clear indication of where our chaotic, out-of-control, as Tucker did his first 20 minutes on it last night, uh, um, entire society is headed. When you've got this kind of thing go on, it's just indicative of our society in a broader sense. Oh, absolutely. It's, that's exactly what I was thinking watching that video yesterday. In that, well, you know, that kid punching that other kid. I mean, that that's a moment of concilia, you know, of, of good sportsmanship. I'm not, I'm not an athletic guy, but I mean, I, I understand that, you know, hey, you just wrestled your asses off. Come on, here, come to the middle and shake hands. 
you know, all is good, and then you you declare the winner. And in that one moment, when I think most of us of our generation would say, it doesn't matter what you're upset about or whatever, Amen. you would never think to do that. Amen. This generation, well, his emotional state meant, meant more than anything else. It's it's the same energy flow that sends somebody into an elementary school to shoot a bunch of people. Shoot a bunch of people. It's the same thing that sends kids into the streets of Chicago to beat up people in their cars. You know why they do it? Because they can right. and they feel like they it. They get away with it. They can and they feel like that's it. Right. And, and that's all that matters anymore. Now, we could, we could try to analyze the whole reason of how we got here and why that is. You know, had, had I done something like that, uh, first of all, my coach would have been the first one out on the floor to knock fire out of me. But my second one would have been my daddy. He would have, a 13 inch Tony Lama would have been lodged in my rear so far. I'd, have, I'd still be sitting on it right now had I done something like that. And, and that's part of the problem is that we have parents who don't do this anymore. They don't expect, uh, personal accountability and responsibility out of kids like at one time we expected it. We just don't anymore. Well, I, I I don't think anybody's holding anybody accountable for anything yeah, anymore. Yeah, right. You know, and 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 you know, you you, you and I and I accept. I I agree with you. You know, our parents. I mean, in in my world, you know, the neighbors uh, uh, were like your assistant yes, parents. You, yes. you did what your you know in the neighborhood. You know, your your friends' parents. You yes. thought of them in the same way you thought of your own parents. But also, you know, we were just raised different in general. In that. The idea of sucker punching somebody at the moment you're supposed to shake their hand, I, I submit to you, would not have even even come up as an no. option. We wouldn't have even had the thought to do that. Mm-mm. It wouldn't have ever made it to our parents having to kick our ass no. because it never would have come up as an option. Right. And now, you know, after several generations of it's all about you, baby, YOLO, you know, you only live once, it's all about you. You look at most of our politics right now, it's all about what? How people feel and what they feel they deserve. So, you know, yeah, the kids sucker punching. It's it's you sh- everybody should watch it because it is disturbing, but you're right. That's that's what it all is right there. In that one punch, that's what's wrong with all of us in a sense. Yeah, all across the the, the broad spectrum. And you're right. It's it's not just in sports. This is something that is everywhere and we would not have ever dreamed of doing something like this then but today they get away with it because nobody holds them accountable and you're right about nobody holding anybody accountable for anything right now it's your truth is your truth you live your truth and your truth is if you if things don't go well for you you can just go punch the other guy in the face and everything is going to be fine and it started years ago when we started to do this everybody's a winner thing there are no sure. losers and you get a participation trophy so they expect that there there is no winner and when they're told the other guy won this is how they lash out this is what they do i should have won because i think i should have won yeah. you know that's right. and i deserve to win because won. i yeah. i deserve to win because i'm me you know right. and uh, and if i didn't it didn't go my way you know, well, I mean, look. You, and, you, and you know one more thing about that. Just a real quick second, because this, this dovetails into what you're saying. Our politicians are that way. They may not punch each other yeah. in the mouth, Sean, but, but they don't accept losses anymore, and they're willing to cheat to win. And the Democrat Party has mastered the cheating and winning in, in, in politics, and kids see that. They're the people that a lot of these young folks look up to, and I—it's weird. We, we're psychic, uh, psychically connected, because as you were saying that, I immediately was thinking about Hillary Clinton yes. when she lost to Trump, and how she basically had a temper tantrum, 
and, which she's still engaged in, by the way, That's all correct. these years later. And yeah, you you see uh, the the folks that you admire in politics or whatever saying basically or or conducting themselves with the idea that the ends justify the means. Right. The ends justify the means. And you know what? How you feel about stuff is all that matters. So if you're angry about something, okay, your anger is justified and you deserve to do whatever you want to want to do. I mean, that's the messaging. It's all about you and how you feel about stuff. And and we're reaping the uh <laughs> the whirlwind of that. Not not to belabor this because it's it's break time, but uh, the the consequences to this little jerk who did this probably going to be none because that's how society reacts sure. and acts now. Is there's no consequences for something like this? He should get at, at least a lifetime ban from that organization that he was wrestling in. Oh yeah, uh, a lifetime ban and and sat down. He should be kicked off the team immediately. Uh, none of that happened. The police are investigating that incident uh, that's a good place to start uh, but you know it's just it, 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 too many times they're able to do this stuff they can go ransack a store and destroy a store yeah. and nothing happens to them they can beat up a woman outside of a store and oh, nothing happens. you know all those things that we see they can go do all that and nothing happens to them until we start handing out consequences for their actions it's just going to get worse oh i agree uh, again, it goes back to the idea that the re- the reason it's going on is because they can and they feel like it. If you, I mean, you say it all the time. You get more of what you allow. Yep. Right. Uh, and and we're allowing anarchy. We're allowing. I mean, they're like wild freaking animals. And and, and the kid punching the other kid. <coughs> excuse me, because he lost. I mean, that is the reaction of uh, uh, an evil piece of crap. I mean, I didn't get my way. I didn't get to win. So I'm going to just sucker punch this guy. The whole country right now is engaged in one big sucker punch. It's uh, you, know, you know what I mean? Well, what it is is the rule of the jungle. And, and yeah. American life has become the rule of the jungle. <laughs> Quick break. More wearing Rima coming up. Uh, springtime is home fix-up time for a lot of folks. If you've ever thought about remodeling your bathroom... But the cost and hassle of a remodeling project kept you from doing it. You need to call my friends Chris and Joan Edlin. They are the local owners of Safe Showers. They can give your bathroom a completely new look and feel by replacing your old bathtub with a safe and stylish designer walk-in shower. These beautiful showers create a brand new look and feel in your bathroom, and they eliminate that dangerous step up over a bathtub to get in there for a fraction of the cost, and they can install it in one or two days. And right now, you get $1,000 off your safe shower and 12 months, no payments, no interest if paid in full by the term. So you can get get your safe shower right now, enjoy it for a year, and you don't have to pay anything. How's that sound? That's wonderful. And make you pay it off at the term. Call today for your free in-home design consultation and your estimate from Safe Showers, 210-655-1111. Mostly cloudy today and tomorrow. High both days around 81. Right now, 69 at KTSA. Good morning. We are working accident. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 819, where in Rima KTSA. What you got, big boy? <laughs> I haven't heard that line since the 80s. Um, <laughs> yesterday, I was watching the news. It's been kind of a slow news week. We were talking about that on Monday. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's just kind of, we're kind of between things. And the big story yesterday uh, was this uh, settlement with Fox News, Fox Corp, and Dominion election machines, or voting machines, right? Uh, the case was uh, they were being sued for 1.6 bill. 
Uh, Dominion also is suing individuals uh, like Mike Lindell because uh, uh, he and uh, the Trumpster were talking back in the day about how they felt the machines were used uh, to cheat that election. Uh, Mike Lindell has done a lot of stuff about that or, or, or has uh, put a lot of effort putting uh, it as far as that idea. And and they ended up settling. I mean, they were, they had the jury picked. It was going to be a six week trial. They were all set to go, and they settled for seven hundred and eighty seven million, which is a pretty good deal for Fox because that's well below what they were going to have to pay had the trial not gone their way. And I, you know, I, I the, the case hinged on this idea that Fox, uh, like through Tucker and Hannity uh, and and some of the other other folks, were reporting this business of Trump and Lindell saying that they believed these machines were somehow used or were faulty. And it's a funky case. I don't really think they had an actual libel argument. But I, I, I'm not Matlock here, but that's just my gut sense of it. And I, I think really from the point of view of Fox News, if they could whittle that settlement down a bit, they don't have to drag Tucker and Sean Hannity out there to sit in the docket and testify and all that stuff. Uh, especially coming up on a very intense uh, election season. So, you know, I, I don't know how much people are invested in this story. I'm not very, but it was the big one today or yesterday that everybody was talking about. So it's it's kind of good and bad, you know what I mean? Uh, again, uh, Fox was kind of, uh, they don't have to admit guilt, but they kind of slipped out of it cheaply on, on the cheap. But at the same time, there is something a little chilling about the idea that you know, merely by reporting the news, which is what they were doing, you know, you're going to get slammed with a with a billion dollar uh, libel suit. So, and there's more to come. There are other uh, companies that are suing Fox News for one one of them, another uh, computer company like uh, Dominion, uh, is suing them for over two billion dollars. They want like two two point seven billion out of this thing. Yeah. So they're going to end up uh, settling with them as well. Uh, they're also suing Rudy Giuliani and Sydney. What was right. her name? Sydney, whatever the 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 other attorney was. Uh, for for slamming uh, Dominion and going after them as well, so it's not completely over with yet. I I think what happened was, and and you're right. I mean, this was the big story for ABC. They th- this was their lead sure. story for several days because <laughs> it, it it meant Fox News. It meant they could they could slander Fox News. And the same thing is true CNN. The the the, the other media people are upset <laughs> that Fox News is out of this deal. They they wanted it to sure. continue. They oh, wanted yeah. it to go to trial. They wanted to crucify. Yes, yeah. and I th- I think what Fox did was they looked at the jury because the jury had already been seated they were ready to start right i think they looked at the jury in new york city and realized we're fox news and we got a jury (laughs) in new york city that we don't really believe is going to give us a pass or or be fair to us so the best thing we can do is offer whatever they need to get out from underneath this and i think that's what happened yeah Uh, you know our guys aren't tied up testifying in an election season and uh dragged through the mud and all that stuff yeah but it's it's not over and 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 the thing about it is that there's more of this to come now i i believe that the democrats cheated the election but i don't believe it had anything to do with the machines (laughs) i don't think it had anything to do with the machines i think what happened was you had the mail-in balloting because they unleashed a pandemic in america and you have a 
the mail-in balloting situation, and you had ballot harvesting. And we know for a fact, because it was all over 60 Minutes and the other news channels, that right here in San Antonio, you had people going around collecting empty ballots from folks and filling those sure. ballots out for them and saying, hey, hun, to an elderly folk, hey, honey, just tell me who you want to vote for, and I'll fill it out. And they weren't filling it out for the people that they were saying. That's That well, happened all across America. That's how they cheated it. That's how. Yeah, and how many Not ballot dumps that we have in the middle of the night right. where right. You know, magically they're all for Joe Biden. There's right. not a single vote for Trump, which is statistically not possible. Right. So we, but but here's the difference. Here's the line between libel and non-libel. Okay, you and I both just said we believe this is what happened. Right. This is our opinion. Correct. Which is all Trump ever said, which is all Mike Lindell ever said. All they ever called for was investigations into it. Right. To make sure if that's what happened, it doesn't happen again. So there's no libel going on, no. but uh, you know. Again, it's all Fox, and they just hate Fox. Well, that's right, and it, it is going to be pile on them time, right. and certainly they deserve some piling on, I suppose. But look, here's the deal. The way you end all of this, and, and this might be part of the reason that they're suing all of these people all of a sudden, is that there could be an end to these machines and voting coming around the corner. You mentioned sure. Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell, I heard him speak a couple of days ago, um, talking about how they now have – there's. 36, I believe he said 3,600 counties across the country. I, I don't remember the exact number, but it's something like that. He said we got over a third of them to commit to same-day paper balloting. Now, that's yeah. that's a death knell for machines, but that is the way to have elections in the future. You show up with a paper ballot same day that night when the poll closes. We'll know who the winner is because it's been run through the machine with a paper ballot. And it's trackable, trackable, you know, trackable traceable, and right. you know exactly who did what, and you don't have middle-of-the-night ballot dumps. That's the way to go. That's the way to do it. Hey, you know what? Every Both sides should want that. Both sides should want fair elections. Unfortunately, I don't think one side does. <laughs> because they <laughs> can't win. Large. Because they can't win. Because they can't win. Well, the, the, the people behind the scenes can't know they can't win on the arguments That's right. of, their, of, of what they want. That's right. And and all the uh, the rest of the morons that vote for them uh, don't really care if it's a fair election or not, just as long as they win. So you know, uh, I I think I think you're right. I think all paper balloting would be would be a great way to do it. It's primitive, but you know what? It freaking works. It works, man. <laughs> you know, but but, if but it the ain't reason broke, don't fix it. the reason they push early voting the way they do, and the reason they sure. push mail in balloting the way they do on the Democrat side is they can't sell their bag of crap to the voters in America. <laughs> they just can't. This is no, they like, can't. like this trans stuff. When you think about this uh, nonsense that's going on with trannies in America today, uh, this, this is way out of step, far out of step with the american people let's take disney as an example we were talking about them yesterday going to war with ron DeSantis over teaching right. kids as young as three and five years old about explicit sex reading God. explicit books to them showing explicit movies to them showing explicit sex to these children when disney went to war with DeSantis, they weren't going to war with DeSantis. they were going to war with the american people in florida and all across this country and the american people are pushing back against this kind of nonsense so you got a battle royal going on between the two of them. But Disney is out of step with the American people when they want to push sex, tranny sex, uh, drag queen sex, and everything else on three- to five-year-olds in this country. That's not where America is.
Well, no it's not. Yeah, and I think the Bud Light thing really showed us that. Yeah. You know, it, it really did. I mean, that was a hell of a reaction. And I think that's where most people are. It has nothing to do with trannies or Bud Light. Okay, most people, this this idea that somehow tran- transgendered people, that conservatives want to get rid of them, that has nothing to do with it. Okay, if you, were, if you were staying away from the kids, nobody would give a crap that you're living as the opposite gender. Nobody would care. Okay, it's not until the bathroom thing started happening a few years ago where everybody's dudes started demanding to be able to use whatever bathroom they want. Okay, to the to the place to where we are now, where you're defending the rights of men over women in sports, people are done. You can't sell that because it's absurd and it's it's kind of sick. Well, and, and most people don't want it; they're yeah, sick of it. That's right. And I'll tell you why the Bud Light thing matters. And uh, Don, Don uh, Trump is just, Don Trump Jr. is just wrong about this. The reason it matters is is this is our moment. This is. Good versus evil, right versus wrong in America. It's not about Republican versus Democrat or anything. This is right versus wrong, and it's just wrong that the mob can come for your child and expect your child to say certain things a certain way, behave in that particular way, that they have to fear this mob that chases them around every single day and is canceling them and all that. This is our moment as the adults in the room to stand up and say to a company such as Anheuser-Busch, <laughs> this far, no farther, sir. In fact, that's you've gone it. too far. <laughs> that's it, you know, and that's exactly what that was. I guarantee you, a lot of the people who had strong beliefs uh, or strong reactions to that probably themselves have never cracked a, or haven't cracked a Bud Light in a long time. That's me. It was, a, it was yeah, me, me too. It yeah. was, a, it was, a, it was a referendum, if you know, if you will, on on this whole culture of it's got to be about the kids, got to be about the kids, got to be about the kids, and yeah. people are done, man. They're Boy. just freaking done. That's right. Alamo Water Softeners is not done in any shape, form, or fashion. They are here to make sure you have the best water experience in your home. With Alamo Water Softeners, it's top of the line all the way down. I was the first customer. I think it was two thousand nine. I'm pretty sure it was oh nine, and uh, and all along that way, I've had. Tremendous experience with Alamo Water Softeners. Alan Townsend ran it. He's gone now, and and his son Trevor and their entire family is involved over at Alamo Water Softeners with a great group of folks to make sure you have the best water experience possible at your home. And they do commercial work too. If you got a business that needs a water softener, not only a water softener but a great filtration system to get the ugly stuff out to water, so that you're drinking good, clean water. And they can do all that for you at one place with the Premier Whole Home Bundle. And during the month of April, you can save when you purchase this select top-of-the-line package while supplies last. Find out more on their website, alamowatersofteners.com. No payments for 24 months with zero interest. Rima on KTSA. Now, something that my sweetie, Kim Crawford, is going to do over on daytime this morning. I just want to toss it at all y'all. Okay, y'all ready? Yeah. Okay. You call her your sweetie. <laughs> she is. I love her. Is that wrong? No, no. Verbally, I mean, no. My wife? No, hey, no way, man. Yeah, verbally, no. I got 40 years in. I ain't going to mess that up. Are you kidding me? Well, you're right. She's an absolute sweetheart. She is a sweetheart. every sense of the word. Every sense of the word. She, she is just my baby. Anyway, uh, daytime, if you could talk to anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and why? 
If you could talk wow. to anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and why? I'll go first just to give you a second to think about it because I know, Jimmy, your wheels have been turning. <laughs> they are. Elaine already told me it would be her parents because she misses them. I, I, it would be the same thing for me. Everybody would want to do somebody famous or whatever, but it just the question as it's posed, anyone, dead or alive, I'd want to talk to my kids because i got a lot of questions. <laughs> i got a lot of questions. Right, right. So, other than that, uh, who wants to go first? Anybody? Anybody? I'll, I'll go brother. My mom. Your mom? Yeah, without a doubt. You put up a picture of that beautiful lady the other day. Yeah. She was beautiful. She was. How did you turn out so ugly? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> she was gorgeous. Yeah, anyway, your mom. A lot of chemicals in the water in Bristol, Connecticut, <laughs> I'm apparently. Only kidding. You know, they dropped me in a vat of city water. You're a, and... you're a total stud, and you know it. I'm only kidding. So, are you be your mama? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Without okay. a doubt. All right. Sean? Anybody else? Uh, well,. Yeah, I mean, well, now I feel silly. Not silly, but uh, I, I would talk to Groucho Marx. I think if I could talk to anybody, silly. I'd want to talk to Groucho Marx. Nothing silly about that. Uh, I, you know, because uh, I, I think just talking to Groucho would be an amazing experience. And I, I'm fortunate enough to have at least one friend who actually did inter- interact with him and, and told me some stories. And what you saw on the screen, he was pretty much that in real life in a, in a way. So I just think that would be fun. What did I see the other day? Out. Somebody got a chance to talk with Charlie Chaplin, and it was the it was wow. it was a big time. Somebody we would all know. I don't remember now, but this person was just blown away by having a moment with Charlie Chaplin. Wouldn't you be blown away to have a moment with Charlie Chaplin? Oh yeah, there's a guy yeah. right there. All right, I'll go alive. Uh, Elon Musk, yeah, <laughs> dead. Abraham Lincoln. Why? Wow. Because of the time that he was existing in and the turmoil, and I would just love to hear how he dealt with it and what was going on in the political That's realm. That's a real good one. Yeah, yeah those are two yeah, good ones, is. as a matter of fact. Yeah. But if you're going to talk to Elon, you better bring your sack lunch because he's serious about right. this, man. That guy, that cat, you have to be a smarty pants to talk to him. He's, oh, you do. But he still has probably a nerd side. Like, what was your first concert, Elon? You know, he's he's got to have a little bit of a normalcy to him. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pe- sure peanut does. butter and jelly, grape or strawberry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure the th- these are things strawberry. he stays up at night wondering about. Yeah. <laughs> he probably does, though. No, but, no, but yeah, he maybe, probably I does. He might and enjoy he the... It out. No, he doesn't. Let because me see. If... There are four more molecules of jelly as the molecules of peanut butter. <laughs> he doesn't I think about it in terms of, of that because what he's going to do, he'll, he'll go ahead and create a new peanut butter or a new je- jelly flavor. Yeah, I need what... to create a third option for <laughs> peanut butter that's and right. jelly. <laughs> I'm not going to settle on, on peanut butter, jelly, and silicone. All right, well, that was fun. And, uh, I think it'd be fun well, to talk to well, Jane, was... Jane Mansfield as well and say, you know, just talk to Jane Mansfield. <laughs> Jane, Jane Mansfield would be my second. Why is that? My second. Jane why is, Mansfield. Why is that? So I could ask her, you know, hey, can, can we take a look? <laughs> I'm sorry. Did he what? <laughs> no, don't, don't ask. Don't ask. <laughs> what did he say? Because he wants to make out with her. Well, she was always right. taking her clothes off, you know, so I mean, I'm just saying. I'm Who was yours, Trey? Oh, you're going to the gutter. <laughs> Well, well, went dirty job. <laughs> well, my, my kids. First of all, that would be the first right. that I would go to. But if I if, if if you removed that kind of option from me, I'd love to have a moment or two with Elvis. And I never got that. Yeah. I'd love to ask him right. about what is it like to be dirt poor 
and rise to be the most well-known name of all time next to Jesus. And I don't, I'm not comparing him to Jesus, don't get me wrong. Right. But I'm On talking, a level of fame. You don't, right, right, I know exactly right. what you're talking you about. You don't right. have to say his last name. Right. Right. In fact, most right. people, most people never say Presley. So what is that like when you're in the projects and he and his mama, when daddy went to prison for a hot check, uh, he and his mama lived in the projects. And so he was, that's where he learned black music, right? And how to be a, a black entertainer in a white body. And how, how do you go from how that, that must've been a trip. Yeah. You know, he was asked several times, well, you know, and, and his answer was, I, I don't know why I was picked to be this. I don't know why I was chosen, wow. you know. So maybe him. Right. That'd be kind of cool for a minute or two. Yeah, yeah it's the whole thing. I Like I was telling you, I was like, okay, well, most people, a lot of people go, I would love to sit and talk with Jesus. Of well, course. Of course. I do that every day, though. Yeah, I, I that's that what I was going to say. You already do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you're a believer, you already have 24-7 access. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's right. such a hard question. Well, it's a it's a it's a it's a thinker. You got to think about it a little bit, right? You got to get down to hmm. What would intrigue me enough and pique my interest to blow my mind to visit with somebody? I mean, there's always May West. I yeah. think I'll be fine. Almighty, oh, come on! You know, we're sitting here fun. thinking about kids. That's we're sitting here awesome. thinking about our parents I'm, and Abraham Lincoln and this guy, Jane Mansfield. <laughs> here's I want a, to tell dirty jokes. Here's another. West. Right, right, right. Here's another one. Uh, JFK. Because he went through the whole Bay of Pigs situation, right? Where God, we were like really close to the end of the world, right there. We don't, we don't yeah. still understand how close we were to the world not existing mm-hmm. right. after 1962. Right. Uh, and, and then to ask him today, what does he think of today's Democrat Party? Because <laughs> today's Democrat Party ain't his Democrat Party. No. Yeah, be, a bunch of jacks. Yeah. Just a bunch of jacks. He would be running for the Republican <laughs> nomination today. Probably, yeah, yeah, actually. <laughs> wow. I think he'd be an interesting fellow to sit and yeah, absolutely. have a conversation well, with. You know, he, just based on his experiences as a young guy. Yeah. You know, and, uh, well, I was going to say, any ex-president would be, except for Joe Biden. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I don't want to talk to him as the current president. He'd probably be even more boring as, the, as an ex-president. <laughs> right. Yeah. But any other president, really, with the exception of just a handful, would be fascinating to talk to because there's only so many of them. But, <laughs> and but not but, many of but them. But would you actually. really want to talk to Obama? He'd just lie to you the whole time. I would just call them stupid names. I'd, you know, I'd be really, really insulting. Really? So it would actually would be very fun to talk to Obama and just be as insult because most people that, he, that interview that guy are just kissing his butt. Yeah. I'd like to be the one guy that's a total jerk to Obama, and yeah. I'd enjoy it. Well, and then you got if we're doing presidents, you got Thomas Jefferson, and Thomas Jefferson is a guy that was so libertarian in his thinking, you know, live and let live and all right. that, and keep the government small and out of your life. He probably wouldn't want to talk to us today. He'd probably be like, you, you guys, <laughs> you guys screwed this whole thing up. I don't want anything to do with you guys. I want to party with Ben Franklin. Well, he <laughs> want to party with Ben Franklin yeah, Well, you know, most France. people did. Let me tell you that. <laughs> most people did. Something about Ben Franklin, he got all the good drugs. I mean, just look he at did, it. He did, man. I mean, if you're going to go out and stand... end up in a bathtub with Ben Franklin, you were not doing yeah. it right. If you're going to fly a kite, you know, check it out. The dude flew a kite and got, you know, wanted to get shocked by a, a, a lightning bolt. That's how good his drugs were. Yeah, but he made but his he kid hold the kite. He was a huge partier. <laughs> he was. He was. Big time party. He was a rock star in his age. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's this. If you've ever been to Philadelphia, yeah. if you walk through some of the old neighborhoods, a lot of the houses have these giant mirrors that stick out from the front of the house. So you can see. 
people coming from either end of the like you see people Absolutely. walking towards your house. Well, we have them in and the, the corner. Sure. The reason they did that, yeah, it, well, it was a Ben Franklin idea. This is what the tour guide told me yeah. because Ben Franklin had a habit of walking around the house nude. Yeah, and he wanted to see if anybody was <laughs> That's coming. Right, so I he read would put that. these mirrors yes. up so you could see if anybody was coming to his house. Check himself out, right? <laughs> well, so most of us have shutters or blinds for that yeah, reason. He, he didn't. He no. wanted. He wanted he to see himself. It, well, no, he, he just did. wanted. He wanted to see if anybody was coming down the street with the mirrors, and so if they. Oh right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He put those up there. Well, that's the answer then. Maybe yeah. I'll put mirrors up because I keep mirrors in the front of your house. My neighbors keep looking around the corner. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Y'all look at something else. <laughs> right? All right, quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up with uh, Bridgehead IT, and Bridgehead IT is here for your business to help maximize your company's efficiency and never ever compromise the quality of your product or your service. Bridgehead IT, the experts, the best in their field, where you get twenty four seven IT support you need when you need it. Now they understand business strategy and they match your business goals with what you need to advance. Even in a hiring freeze where we're all putting more pressure on existing employees and not hiring anymore well they can help improve your bottom line and keep your employees happy and healthy and doing all right bridgehead it can do all this for you at bridgehead it call them today 210-477-7999 hey it's sean and i got some great news 